Welcome to episode eight of Dirt Stories. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Becca Grebe, and today I'm chatting with Chad Hollingsworth, co-founder of Triax, about the internet of things and how it applies to construction. Let's dive in. Okay, so welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Becca Grebe, and today I'm chatting with Chad Hollingsworth about the Internet of Things and how it applies to construction. Hey, Chad, thanks for joining us today. Hey, Becca, it's, uh, it's great to be here. So today we're diving into the Internet of Things. You have been recognized as an industry leader in IoT. We're super excited to get your insights into this topic and learn more about how it applies to construction. Let's yeah, no, I appreciate that, and I'm <clears throat> excited to tell you uh, as much as I can, and uh, it should be it should be a fun conversation. Awesome. Let's dive right in. So let's start by telling our readers a little bit about yourself and your background. Sure. Yeah. So um, I, I've been in the IoT space for almost the last decade. Um, I. I actually got into it by by founding a Triax. Um, so I've been very very familiar with our topic today, discussing uh, the new IoT uh, ecosystem, how it applies to construction, um, and I work with a number of startups in the space now. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to share as much as I can um, about me personally. I I live in Connecticut. I have uh, two beautiful daughters, four and a half, two and a half. Um, keeps me uh, very uh, busy, especially in these interesting times of quarantine, uh, as you <laughs> can <bet>. imagine. Uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, but no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very passionate about the construction technology ecosystem. Um, I've been lucky enough in my career to kind of get into it when things were just starting to take off. And, um, you know, there's still a long way for it to go, but it's an exciting space to be in. And I'm, a, I'm very just happy to do what I do every day. Mm -hmm. So the internet of things is a huge topic. I've been, you know, I started my career in the tech industry just over 10 years ago and the internet of things has been talked about a lot, but it's a massive topic. So I'm hoping you can break it down a little bit for, for our listeners and, and tell us what is the internet of things? Sure. Yeah. I mean, so at the, at like 30,000 foot view, essentially what Internet of Things or IoT as you commonly see it is, is really a, you know, it's a, it's a system of interrelated computers or computing devices. So um, that can talk to each other through radio frequencies and some you're familiar with like Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, um, and can enable you to transfer data to a central source. So what that really means is the way technology has evolved and has become smaller, cheaper, um, and the way communication protocols have evolved and become more common with things your readers may be most familiar, like Bluetooth, um, that allows you to actually take a host of different sensors um, and apply them to pretty much anything that's, uh, that you could really think of that's electronic and you can pull data that you weren't able to pull before. Um, so 
it unlocks this amazing set of data around processes um, that you weren't able to look at in, in every industry in the world. Okay. I'm glad you brought up Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. You're, uh, you're speaking my language a little bit now. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm hoping you can tell us a little bit about your first experience with IoT and, and what that looks like as it's kind of progressed throughout your career. Yeah, so the, you know, I actually had started my career at a big company in New York City called uh, Bloomberg, which is a financial software provider and, and media um, company. Um, but I always had an entrepreneurial itch I wanted to scratch, and I had an opportunity to leave uh, in my mid-20s to join a very early stage startup. I wouldn't even call it a, you know, this was really a few guys trying to play with uh, different IoT devices to see if they could create a product. But the what we were we were looking at was actually trying to apply Bluetooth and Wi-Fi to common household um, appliances and the ones that we were focused on were scales like to weigh yourself um, blood pressure monitors uh, and glucometers so the concept was if you could take a scale that someone weighs their self on a daily basis but now that data is sent instantly through the Wi-Fi in your house to a, a central uh, cloud platform you could then track that data easily over time but also build some services around that to, to live a healthy more active lifestyle um so right. that was that was the original concept um ended up out of that a group of us moved into starting triax um and triax originally started as a head impact sensor company where we were trying to find ways to collect data on athletes playing contact sports to help with the concussion crisis um and that was originally how you know, my roundabout way into construction tech was actually playing with things for weighing yourself and how to try to prevent concussions. Very interesting. So what, what is your background? Do you have a background in construction? Uh, my background is a, a, is a, a business major. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, you know, I really, my core focus really kind of building teams and, to execute on building a, pro a new product and bringing that product to market and building a brand. Um, so if someone had asked me what I do or who I am, um, I'd say at my core, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, my specialties tend to be on uh, bringing something to market uh, and helping that solution get attention and, and scale. Okay, okay, so tell me a little bit more about Triax. When did you found the company? Uh, what does the company do? Sure, yeah, so we founded Triax in 2013. Um, and they're commonly known today, really in the construction industry, uh, to really design the company to build a solution that could help you run job sites safer and more efficiently. And we tackled that through a wearable that a worker could wear on their belt. Um, and would alert for things like a fall or they could have an SOS button to call for help. Um, and this is what, the spot R clip. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So 
that was the product that we brought into the construction market. It's uh, still very prevalent and, and, and growing, you know, every day. Um, and it was really designed to try to make construction safer and more efficient. Um, what our, our real innovation at Wallet Triax was um, building a network technology that could collect that data, um, which I think we'll, we'll talk a little hopefully about later, but it's just connecting to the IoT devices is one of the most important things to really make IoT a reality in environments like construction. Okay. Yeah, I think we've, we've actually written on the Dozer blog about the spot arc clip before. Um, I think it's really interesting and it's something that is needed for sure. It can detect falls um, and use it allows people to call for help as well, um, which I think is really needed. There are a lot of, of different safety aspects to the construction industry that, that need this kind of support. So I think this is a really, uh, a really great tool to be talking about in the industry. Yes. Yeah, no, it is a great tool. Um, you know, and uh, I had a lot of fun building it, bringing it to market. Um, since I, I actually, when I, I started a consulting business a year ago, when I moved on from Triax and I work with another, a number of other IOT companies, um, as well, helping them do similar things to Triax, trying to make sites and safer and more efficient. Um, mm -hmm. So, very, very familiar with what it takes to put a sensor on a worker, equipment, tools, uh, cranes, those types mm -hmm. of things. Great. So I don't want to, I don't want to pigeonhole you into talking about Triax. So we can talk about any, any products or companies that you're currently working with. Um, but I want to dive a little bit into specific parts of construction and the industry as it relates to IoT. So. Mm -hmm. uh, kicking things off with on-site safety. Can you talk to me a little bit about IoT and how that applies there? Yeah, so, you know, on-site safety is, is obviously one of the most important uh, things about construction that you will see on any contractor's website um, is usually a dedication to how, how they run a safe operation. Uh, it's no secret that construction is still one of the most dangerous industries to work in. Um, and IOT can help it in a number of ways. So there's ways that you can, you know, there's solutions like Triax, for example, that allow you to put a sensor on a worker and, and allow you to find them quicker if something happened to evacuate a site faster, um, to alert to a potential fall injury. So there's that, that something like a, a Triax sensor is, is very powerful tool to help with worker safety. Um, there's also some sensors that help with the structural integrity of the building. So building a safer building, for example, there's a number of IoT devices that can measure concrete, um, whether it's cured properly or not. Um, so, you know, helping ensure that the foundation of the building is, is sound. Um, there's also IOT solutions that help monitor the air um, on sites and, and can also monitor for things like water leaks um, or fires. So there's a number of ways companies are applying these solutions to construction to make sites safer. Um, and I think we're really also just kind of scratching the surface of, of what you'll see from a safety perspective uh, from mm -hmm. IOT and construction. So as it relates to on-site safety, is the goal of, of IoT, when we're talking about the construction industry, are we trying to make individual workers more safe? Are we trying to 
create more safety and operating equipment? What, what is the ultimate goal or, or the big picture of IoT for on-site safety? I mean, ultimately it always comes down to the worker. Um, they're the ones who are in harm's way every day. Um, mm -hmm. But the using IoT doesn't have to be applied directly to the individual. Um, you can have uh, types of sensors on equipment that could alert to potential collisions. Um, you can have okay. sensors on cranes that could identify, uh, you know, uh, a, a crane load that is that is potentially loose um, and or the, the crane is structurally not sound and may collapse and you can you know alert people before that happens so um, yeah. you know at the end of the day it always does boil down to the worker but there's a lot of moving parts on a job site and you can leverage different types of IOT devices to help make the entire surrounding a, more, a smarter and safer place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so safety and efficiency working together there. Yeah. Yeah, and ultimately, like it, everybody knows, construction as an industry has challenges with staying on schedule. Um, mm -hmm. But if you can unlock ways to run a more efficient job, you'll have less time constraints. There'll be less overtime, there'll be less fatigue, um, there'll be less rushing to, to finish a, a scope of a project. And ultimately, that will create a safer environment uh, because people aren't under under as much pressure to get a project done. Right. Uh, and and so there's a lot of downstream ramifications for using this type of data that's flowing from IoT devices um, from all different aspects of the build process. This podcast is sponsored by Dozer, the world's first heavy equipment rental e-commerce solution. Search equipment rentals online anytime at dozer.com. So talk to me a little bit about data collection. So we're, we're using these devices, whether it's for, for safety, um, collecting more information, whatever it may be. What do we do with that data? Where does it end up? And, and how how do we use it, I guess? Yeah, so it's a really good question because um, ultimately really what IoT is, is it's unlocking data. IoT really is a, is a, is a data play. Um, and what's exciting about IoT and construction is that data is being collected that you never had the, the wildest, people didn't have in their wildest dreams, they think they'd be able to collect the type of data they are now. <laughs> um, so all that data, tends to end up in the cloud. Um, so whether the, it's a company that's making a sensor for a crane or a telematics solution or for a worker wearable, it usually ends up in that uh, solutions cloud platform. Now, one of the challenges is there's all these data sets that are very powerful, but they're not really integrating or talking to each other. Um, so you could, the real value will be unlocked is when larger companies or some of these other IoT companies that grow and, and can can partner with or merge with other uh, IoT providers is when you start combining those data sets into one solution. That's where you'll really start to unlock a lot of value from this data. Um, mm -hmm. The industry's not quite there yet. It's it's heading that direction. Um, 
but that's really what needs to happen to to really truly understand how you run a safer, more efficient project. Right, right. All the pieces need to come together. Mm -hmm. Right. So exactly. you you kind of touched on this a little bit, but you know our industry maybe is still testing the waters with IoT. What what does the construction industry need to know about IoT and what it can do for them, or what what the future looks like? That's a that's a big question. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, I'll, I'll, I think that I, I, would, I would say that what they need to know is that pretty much every IoT provider that I'm aware of is really trying to do something good for the industry. Um, they, a lot of, there are a lot of people very passionate about worker safety and, and building efficiency. Um, so I guess the one thing I would want them to know is it's okay to be a little uh, intimidated by something that's going to collect data on you know on your your every day because ultimately that data is going to be there to help you so they shouldn't be afraid to try new things mm -hmm. um, and you know I, I would say that there are a lot of solutions out there in construction tech now um, software solutions and IOT solutions you know I would just think recommend that trying to identify which ones are most critical to your business and then trying them in a thoughtful way with your project teams that right. are passionate about technology um, mm -hmm. because you want to give it the best chance to succeed. Um, it is a challenging environment for IOT, um, but it, it's ultimately going to be there so they can have a, a safer, more efficient and profitable business. Right. So which roles in the industry are now or will be the most affected by IoT? Um, it's, it's, you know, I actually think it'd be hard to find a role that won't be affected. Um, you know, I think the ones that will be the most are, I always, you know, the superintendents. Um, if you look at the current COVID-19 crisis that we're in now, one of the construction in a lot of markets is just is deemed essential mm -hmm. uh, so there's a lot of projects that are still operating in this during a pandemic and it's the really one of the only industries that working remote is like not possible um but yeah. it's becoming it's becoming um it's becoming easier to do with a lot of these iot solutions so being able to monitor multiple jobs you know who's on them where they are um, the progress of them, um, certain safety uh, protocols. There's a lot of things you can do now with these IoT solutions that you weren't able to do five years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's going to continue to evolve where you'll probably need less people on that physical job site on a daily basis. Um, or if there is a, a situation, God forbid, like this again, um, you know, you will be able to keep a certain level of efficiency that you weren't able to before um, and then I think you know if you going up the chain more you're gonna have um, owners business executives that are going to be able to make smarter decisions on their bidding process on the types of projects they want to take um, on how they can be more profitable on certain types of jobs um, that they just wouldn't have had insights into without data from IOT um, mm -hmm. and then even for the guys that are doing the actual work 
um, if, if there is more precise scheduling and better planning, it's going to become easier for them to do their jobs because they're not going to be, uh, you know, in the, in the dark, so to speak, there'll be a, a lot, a much clearer picture of what needs to get done and how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really going to affect everybody. Yeah. I think it's interesting that you you bring up, you know, the COVID pandemic that we're all ex- living through and experiencing right now and thinking about the uniqueness that comes from the construction industry, because you're right, we, we can't work remote and, and construction projects in a lot of areas and cities are still operating. So I'm, I'm curious, a couple questions, I guess. My first being, are there any tools or resources related to IoT that business owners or construction workers could be learning about during COVID that might help them to, to work through this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so there, there are, there's a few that I know of that are starting to actually see an increased, um, increased demand. So there's, there's 360 camera solutions um, that allow you to document your, your daily site progress. Uh, so someone can walk through um, a site with a 360 camera and through the data they capture on the camera and then they analyze it in the cloud software, they're able to get a better sense of how a project's progressing. So you would need less people out there collecting data manually to give you. Um, and then you could send that back to the home office. There's uh, solutions um, company uh, out, of, out of Israel called Versatile, which has a, a sensor system that go on the crane, the hook of a crane, and it monitors not just what you're picking up and the time between pick time to drop, but everything that's going on uh, around the schedule related to the crane. And you're able to actually monitor that in real time. So you could be remote watching a project, um, you know, build and identifying areas where it's slowing down. And then there's obviously solutions, wearable solutions like Triax, which can do a lot of really exciting things now like contact tracing or, you know, alert if there's a density of, of too many workers in a specific area. Um, so those are, those are some, some examples. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think there will probably be a lot more uh, interests uh, going forward um, in this. I think ultimately the COVID-19 um, pandemic is going to be an accelerant for a lot of these solutions because um, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll see a rush of, of, contractors trying to find ways to keep projects and crews working. Um, and, you know, once they start using these solutions and they're running their businesses more efficiently and they're using their data in ways they didn't think they would, they're, they're not going to go back. Um, so, you know, I, I do think when all of this shakes out, I mean, we'll get through this. Um, there will be, uh, uh, I think there, for some companies, this will be a very, uh, a good thing for adoption and for IOT generally, I think it'll be a very good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shift is really interesting. You know, we've, we've been talking a lot of, and reading a lot about IOT being called the next industrial revolution. You know, there, it was a time when, you know, manu- the manufacturing of goods moved from small shops to uh, large factories. And, and a lot of people and analysts are saying that IoT is the next industrial revolution. What do you think about that? Do you think that's a fair statement to make? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and, and I wait, the way I would just, you know, because it is a IoT and construction, I think, is going to change the industry fundamentally. Um, you know, take here's a, a good example, right? So, the biggest progression, if you look at the progression of tools to build, you know, you had kind of handheld tools and then we started coming out with power tools, you know, mm -hmm. 60, 70 years ago that you could use on these job sites, which dramatically increased efficiency. And the next evolution of those tools is to have connected tools. So you're starting to see all the major tool manufacturers, Bosch, Milwaukee, DeWalt, Hilti, putting in T connectivity to their tools. So you're gonna be, you can now just starting to pull data around how the tool is being used, the battery life, you know, trigger pulls, revolutions. And that's gonna be able to allow you to back out a lot of data of how efficient you are at certain aspects of the job. Mm -hmm. um, so if you take that as just one part of the process and then you apply that to all the machines that are being used, all the, the you know, the worker data you're able to capture, um, the the crane data, the, mm -hmm. the vehicle data, you start pulling that data together, you're gonna have 50 years from now, a job site that's unrecognizable to what it Absolutely. looks like today. Totally. IoT is such a big, a big concept. And I think you're, you're totally right. You know, when we talk about IoT, we're talking about increased efficiencies and your example of, of power tools, I think is a perfect one. Um, there's such a learning curve here though where where do you recommend or how do you recommend business owners learn more about iot and what makes the most sense for their businesses you're right i mean it is it, it can be daunting um, especially in an industry that's not used to collecting a lot of data then have all this data at their disposal most of them aren't set up to, to handle it so what i recommend is finding a solution or depending on what you know depending what you want to do but finding a solution that integrates into your workflows um so mm -hmm. there's a lot of responsibilities a superintendent has on a job the last thing that they want to do is worry about charging some iot device um, or right. administering it so looking for vendors that have thought long and hard about how do they, how do you implement their solution? Cause there's an IOT component to, or there's a hardware component, excuse me, mm -hmm. to IOT. So you're going to have to deal with, you know, batteries and power charging and at some level administration. Um, but which ones require the least amount of that? Um, have been thoughtful about how they could integrate into your daily workflow and then what data is most important to you you know for a, a superintendent they may really want to they just may really hate doing their daily reports so what parts of the daily report could be automated you know things like headcount and where the workers were is there a solution like that right. um, there so you know it really just kind of depends what your pain points are but while you're vetting all these different vendors, I would, I would really try to focus on how easy is this to use? Um, and what's the up, you know, what's the, the learning curve 
for someone who doesn't have a lot of time in their busy day to, to learn a new solution? And then what's the support going to be? Right. Are there going to be people that are going to help me make sense of this data? Um, I, I'm a firm believer that the companies that build almost a consulting business around the data they're capturing will be the ones who will be the most successful. Because uh, in construction, they're just, even the, the most well-run and well-funded well and largest construction companies that may even have some data scientists on staff, they still can't even um, handle the amount of uh, mm -hmm. data that's coming in. So you need to ha have a, a vendor or a partner that can help you understand that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. It's it's not just about collecting the data, it's about being able to to sift through it and make meaning of the data as well. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, it's not, you don't want to just collect data for, for <laughs> collecting data's sake. You know, there's, right. uh, that you, you need, you're doing this to ultimately run your business um, safer and more efficiently. And, you know, the reality is you're going to need some help understanding how to do that. Right. So we recently uh, did a podcast interview about developing stronger relationships, both with, you know, within your company, if you're working in construction um, and also with your customers. So when I think about IOT, I'm curious, how do you see IOT affecting relationships and partnerships, uh, I guess, with how people work together in the construction industry? Um, I mean, I think what some people may view from an in instinctively that, hey, this, this is like big brother this is too much, you know, I don't need someone watching over how I'm using my power tools or my equipment. But I think what I've actually generally see play out more is that having that objective data actually helps the different stakeholders work together because it's not disputable. Um, so if there is um, an issue on site, um, someone, you know, claims that they didn't have the proper amount of hook time on a crane. Um, you, and you actually can have data that shows that, no, you've had your allocated, you know, two hours today and here's the pics you did and here's how you did them. And, um, and, and like, it just, it just nips those types of situations in the bud. Uh, and those are all too common in the everyday environment. So having data that is just collected from different sensors, um, that you can't really dispute because it's objective information mm -hmm. actually helps aid these conversations. And it's like, let's not spend 20 minutes arguing about who was right. Let's, let's talk about how we work together to, to get back on track. Right. I think that's super healthy for businesses to have, to make those data driven dec decisions. Yeah. And, you know, and it, and it happens if you look at, you know, automobile manufacturing, right? Like, that the every inch of an, a modern automobile factory is collecting data on every minute, minute step, you know, every small step uh, of the, of the process. We just don't have that in construction. Mm -hmm. So now you, IOT is going to over time allow you to have that. Then using that to make sure you're, you're running things efficiently is that's what, that's what it's there for. Um, and as long as people, I, I always tell people, you know, don't, don't be scared of it. You know, don't be overwhelmed by it. Approach it in a way that this, this data is here to help you 
run your business better. That's why you're going to invest in it. That's why these companies are, are forming today. You know, just find the ones that work for you and can help minimize the headaches and pain points that you know better than anyone else occur on your, on your sites on a daily basis. Right. So I'm going to put you on the spot. I know you have a lot, you have a lot going on. What are you most excited about as it relates to IOT right now? Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, well, I think just generally, I'm, I'm really encouraged by the adoption that you're starting to see. Um, so you're starting to see more and more construction companies embracing IOT. Um, and you're seeing it around workers, you're seeing it around equipment and tool tracking, you're seeing it around environmental tracking. Um, and I think that that's very, uh, very powerful. Um, and, and it's a good sign for the industry. Um, you know, I think what specifically someone, you know, there's a solution that I've seen that um, it's called, uh, that I've been working with, it's called Versatile. They do um, crane tracking. I think I mentioned them earlier. Um, they're actually using artificial intelligence on top of the IoT data to help you build faster and demobilize cranes faster and eliminate overtime. Um, okay. And I, and I think things like that will be, you know, very, very, will be game changers for the industry. Um, and, you know, I guess the, the one thing that I'm, I'm probably most excited about above all else is that um, you're seeing the younger generations that are starting to come into the construction industry almost demand these solutions. So if you think about uh, a millennial who grew up with a smartphone and then they show up, you know, to work in construction, they're not going to just want to use pencil and paper, which is still mm -hmm. pretty prevalent. You know, so you're, you're seeing a generational shift um, that's only going to continue to accelerate uh, IoT adoption and construction. Mm -hmm. I think that's, uh, that's the perfect transition to my next question. So you're talking about, you know, gener generations that are joining the construction industry and where they could potentially be moving in the future. I did, uh, I, re I read a blog uh, on Oracle's website that you wrote a couple years ago, Experiencing the Worksite of Tomorrow Today. Um, and in that, that blog, I thought it was really well written. You talk about, um, you kind of touch on the future, like what the future of construction could look like, um, how, you know, we're going to get more integrated, we're going to collaborate more. So my final question for you, and it's, it's a loaded one, is where do you predict IoT will take the construction industry, you know, 5, 10, 20 years from now? Yeah, it is. That is a big last question. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess. So you kind of hit on it uh, with that that blog post, but um, so it's going to take a company like Oracle to really pull together the IoT system, um, the ecosystem. In my opinion, it's going to take a big company. Um, that can pull in all these different tech companies that are have sensors tracking different things and almost you know, very siloed right now. Those all have to be brought together into one platform. Um, you don't, you see it now already. You go on site and the last thing a, a contractor wants is another 
website dashboard they need to log into. You know, they have 10, 10 dashboards they're logging into. And, and so there has to become a seamless user experience. Um, and to do that, I think is going to take a big company with the global presence. Uh, the industry is too big. Um, there, there's just way, it's, it's a massive opportunity for a business opportunity. And I just think you need to have a global presence um, and the resources to do it properly. I think once you start to see all these solutions starting to communicate and in one, one or two platforms, you're going to start to see the adoption really hockey stick. Um, and then the insights coming out of that is going to really drive a lot of changes in the build process. Um, I think in the future, uh, it's hard to put a number on it, um, but, you know, looking 15 or so years out, you're going to see every aspect of the build process monitored, much like an automobile manufacturing processes today. Mm-hmm. When, when the supplies leave the supplier, where they are in transit, the delivery times, when the crane interacts with them, when they're being placed, making sure that's being done efficiently, workers being allocated to use them. Uh, to to use the different tools in the right way, in the right place at the right time. Um, You know, as a result of all that data you're going to be able to capture, I think you're going to see ultimately less human workers on site because you just won't need as many. You'll be able to run sites more efficiently. Um, You're going to see a much safer work environment uh, because of all all the new solutions that are coming out. and I think you're going to see uh, a much more predictable process um, in terms of how you build a building or a highway or what, what have you. Um, so I think that's that's the ultimate, you know, everyone's real vision. Uh, I think IoT will enable it. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't. Know, I know it's 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 a tough question to to really answer, but um, yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, I mean, the one aspect, too, I think that we haven't really touched on, but is, is starting to play a role in this is a lot of this data you're capturing with IoT uh, has a lot of value for insurance companies. Um, and the cost of insurance is obviously very high in construction, given the nature of the work. Uh, but you're starting to see it, smart insurance carriers and brokers look for IoT solutions much like construction companies are and use that data in ways to price risk more efficiently, which will ultimately drive the cost of insurance down. So all of this stuff kind of plays to get uh, plays a role in this larger ecosystem to have a more efficient, safer, profitable job site. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great answer. there's so much, there's so much in here. I think we're going to have to have a, a second chat to to dive into some of these topics a little bit more. It's, I liked what you said at the beginning of this chat that IOT really is just about unlocking data. And I think for me, that's a key takeaway for our listeners as well, because it's such a big topic that I think, you know, some of us are still trying to digest what IoT is and and how it plays a role in our our careers, whatever industry we work in. So I think just just thinking about different ways that we're using um, technology to unlock data to work towards increasing efficiency and and decreasing 
um, you know, our risk when it comes to safety in the workplace and safety on construction sites. I think that is a key takeaway for me that I want to explore a little bit more down the road as well. Yeah, no, and look, you know, you look at, I'd be happy to chat more, but if you, you know, if you look at like Dozer, how IoT helps someone like Dozer is if everything is tagged for equipment rental, like, and it's not right now, you have big heavy equipment that is, but there's a push to start to tag midsize and, and smaller assets, even down to tools. If you're able to tag everything and let's play out a use case, like let's say you're a subcontractor and you've got, you know, a few yards or depots for the equipment that you own um, and tools that you own and you're at a job site and you're trying to schedule out the use of an asset. Um, if you were able to go onto a platform and, and um, look up what is the closest, you know, where, where are the closest rental houses? What are the rates? Does it make more sense for me to drive back and find that asset in my yard? Or is it cheaper for me to go and rent one? Mm-hmm. Um, and that can all be done through telematics and, and some of these new IoT tracking solutions coming out. So I think there's like, we didn't even really touch on equipment rental, but there's a lot of value in how this will affect Dozer's business going forward. I think, um, I think this was a really good discussion. It's, it's a good place to start for our listeners to, to have that baseline of, of what IOT is, because as I've said a few times, it is such a loaded, a loaded topic mm-hmm. for us, but I, I think we, it'd be safe to say we'd love to have you back to kind of dive a little bit deeper into different parts of the industry and, and the role that IO, IOT plays in each of those as well. Yeah, I'd be, be happy to. I mean, thanks for uh, including me and giving me the opportunity. It's uh, exciting to see what you guys are doing and getting some some good messaging and content out there. Um, and, you know, you're serving a need. Like, I think you hit on it where a lot of people can just be intimidated or overwhelmed mm-hmm. um, with I, when they see IoT and, and then don't really know how it applies to them. Yeah, and it, and it can and it can apply to to anyone. I mean, it is going to change the world. Um, mm-hmm. It's just when it does, and for what industries is is just different. Yeah, it's happening whether whether we're ready for it or not. So I think yeah. the best thing we can do is educate ourselves. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for for joining us today. It's it's been a pleasure talking to you, and you're just a, a great source of of knowledge for us on this. And I can't wait to to chat again and get more information from you. Yeah, no, well, thank you, Becca. Um, you, you know where to find me. Stay safe and uh, stay mm-hmm. healthy. Thanks so much, Chad. Stay well yourself, and we'll talk to you soon. Sound good. Thanks so much for joining us today to chat about such an important subject. I think the question moving forward, not only in construction, but in every industry, is where the Internet of Things will be over the next decade and where it will take us. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you'd like to read the full Internet of Things blog on the Dozer Hub, you can find it at dozer.com slash blog under construction tech. Follow us on Instagram at Dozer Hub for the latest news in the industry and follow our blogs and podcasts through the Dirt Stories hashtag on social media. Want to be featured on the podcast? Contact us via social media or through the dozer.com slash blog link if you or someone you know has a dirt story to share. 
Today's episode was sponsored and produced by Dozer, the world's first online equipment rental experience. Visit dozer.com to learn more.